Hi, I'm Leslie Ludi, host of the Set Apart Podcast, biblical encouragement for women of all ages. Want to start by apologizing for being absent from this podcast for the past few weeks. It's been quite a season for our family with different sicknesses and different other challenges, plumbing issues, having to move out of our house for a short time and things that have gotten a little bit crazy. And I'm just happy to be back with you today. As we head into the Valentine season, I thought it would be great to just have um, an episode on fresh reminders for living in purity, because I know, especially for single women in this time of year, it can just be a real challenge to maintain a healthy perspective on the whole area of romance and relationships. And I am excited to get back to our studies on great women, but today we're going to take a little diversion and talk about purity. And if you have not registered yet for our 2022 Set Apart Conference, I wanted to remind you that it is still possible to get the early bird pricing for a short time more. So go to setapartgirl.com. That is is happening the first weekend in June, and we'd love to have you join us in Colorado at our Ellerslie campus or anywhere you are via simulcast. If you do want to share the Set Apart message with other women in your life, hosting a simulcast is a great way to do that, whether it's a couple ladies in your living room or a whole church full we really would encourage you to use this opportunity to just cast that vision for Set Apart Living. So again, setapartgirl.com and just click on upcoming events to find out how you can register. So let's dive into fresh reminders for living in purity. And some of these may be even a little bit simple, but they're such important reminders. And I think really it goes beyond just living in purity. It's all about living set apart for Christ and why we make the decision to be set apart for him. So whether you're married or single, I hope this episode will encourage you. The first principle that I think is so foundational for living set apart and living in purity and making decisions that are different from this world around us is to understand God's love for us. You know, so often we think of purity and set apart living and being different than the world as something we're obligated to do because, well, we're Christians and God says in the word that we need to do it. And I guess it's just something we have to grit, grit our teeth and put up with. But when we understand God's love for us, living in purity and being set apart for him becomes a delight. It's a response of our heart because we come face to face with his incredible sacrificial love. And it says in 1 John 4, 19, that we love him because he first loved us. That is the natural response. Love demands that kind of response. When you see, when you come face to face with the kind of love he demonstrates for us, the natural response is, Lord, I want to love you back. I want to love you with all my heart, soul, mind, and strength. It says in Romans 8.32, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He freely gave us his love. He freely gave us his very own son, which is just so baffling to think about the, the sacrifice that he made for us because of love. And I remember one time, I may have shared this before on, on another podcast, but hearing the crucifixion story on my audio Bible, and I heard it three or four days in a row, for some reason, my audio Bible was just kind of stuck on the crucifixion scene. And probably by the third or fourth day, some of the reality of what he gave when he died on that cross and what the father sacrificed in delivering his own son just for our sake began to sink in. And I just fell to my knees right in my bathroom where I was listening and just said, Lord, I want to freshly consecrate my entire life to you as a response to this incredible love that is just taking my breath away here. 
our response, when he gave everything because of love for us, our response should be, Lord, I desire to give you everything in return. As it says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. All of that, that living set apart, not being conformed to the pattern of this world, letting God change the way we think, change the way that we approach life. It all has to do with presenting our bodies as a living sacrifice sacrifice, because that's the reasonable response to one who gave everything for us. And as it says in Ephesians 5, 3, among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. We live in purity out of honor and love for him, not a rule or an obligation or something we have to do. It's a response because of his great love towards us. So if you've ever struggled with that decision, am I really willing to live in purity? Am I really willing to live set apart for Jesus Christ? Take some time to study God's incredible love for you, the incredible sacrifice he made for you. Once you come face to face with his love, it becomes a delight to present your body as a living sacrifice. So a question to really allow God to penetrate your heart with this week is, am I willing to present my body as a living sacrifice to God, not living as if my life belongs to me, but to him because he is worthy, because his love is truly amazing. And I want to respond to that love with the loving response of my own that says, Lord, my life is not my own. It's been bought with a price. Another key for living in purity and set apartness is to remember that God has a jealous guardianship over us. It says in Deuteronomy 6, 5, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. He desires us to fully be consecrated to him, to love him with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our might, not holding anything back. And when we recognize that this jealous guardianship over us is because of his love for us, again, it becomes a delight to say, yes, Lord, I want to present my body as a living sacrifice to you. And all of our needs for love and and acceptance can first and foremost be found in Jesus Christ. It doesn't mean that we don't find delight and joy in human relationships, but it has to first and foremost be found in him. Even if every earthly relationship were stripped away, he would be enough to satisfy us at the deepest level of our soul. And until we really understand that, we often will look to human relationships to meet needs in our heart that only he can truly meet. He is jealous over us and he desires to have an unhindered relationship with us, which is why he calls us to a lifestyle of set apartness for him. It says in Psalm 107, 9, that he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. A lot of times we think if I choose a set apart life, if I choose to live differently than this world, if I choose purity, I will be unsatisfied. I will not have what everybody else has. And yet here we see so clearly in his word that he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. We will not be left empty when we choose to say yes to him. In Psalm 73, 25, he says, whom have I in heaven but you? And there is none upon earth I desire besides you. To to have that kind of desire for God, that every other earthly relationship pales in comparison to our desire for him. That is something we are called to in our relationship with him. And that's something that is possible by his grace. So as a reminder, don't look to human relationships to meet needs that only God can meet. If he's not enough for you now, if you're single, or even if you're married and and not very satisfied, 
satisfied with your married with your marriage and Jesus isn't enough for you. It's like, well, unless I get married or unless my husband changes or unless this changes in my life, nothing is actually going to be able to satisfy you. Even the perfect scenarios you may be dreaming of in your mind, the only one that can truly satisfy in a lasting way is Jesus Christ. And as a reminder, it is dangerous to get into a romantic relationship, hoping it will satisfy you and meet all of your needs. Because again, you're always going to be putting unhealthy pressure on that person to meet needs in your heart that really only Jesus Christ can meet. So a key question to ask yourself prayerfully this week would be, am I willing to make Jesus Christ my everything and not chase after relationships to meet needs that only he can truly fulfill? Another key reminder for living in purity and set-apartness is that God has a specific and satisfying plan for this area of our lives. And a lot of times we think we can do a better job than, than he can of writing our life story, writing our love story, but we can trust him completely with this area of our life. As Amy Carmichael says, it is a safe thing to trust him to fulfill the desire that he creates. If he's given us the desire for love and human companionship, which for most of us, that's part of what we're called to, and it's it's a desire he places in our heart, we can trust him. We don't need to take the pin in our own hands. We can leave the pin in his hands. He will be faithful to do exactly what is best for us, and we will not be disappointed when we trust in him. And of course, there's that classic reminder from Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. He is willing and able to script this area of your life. If you allow him to have the pen, allow him to write his, your story in his own time, in his own way, and don't try to manipulate circumstances or try to copy the way other people may have gone about it. Surrender your romantic dreams and hopes to him and you will not be disappointed. The word of God says that no one who trusts in him will be put to shame. So a key question to ask is, am I willing to surrender my romantic life into God's hands and trust him to lead and guide this area of my life? A lot of times people don't believe that God actually scripts love stories or has any interest in this area of our lives, but a lot of times it's because no one's really willing to trust him with the pen. When we do, we will find that he is faithful. Another key reminder for purity and set-apartness is to remember that the enemy also has a plan for our lives. And if we're not watchful, if we're not aware of what the enemy is up to, we can very easily be pulled off course by following his lies, his rabbit trails that he tries to put in front of us. It says in First Peter 5, 8, and 9, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. He is very aggressive in coming after us, and we need to be just as aggressive in resisting him. And it says in 2 Timothy 3, 6, For of this sort are those who creep into households and make captives of gullible women loaded down with sins, led away by various lusts. We are like those gullible women talked about in this verse, where we are weighed down with sins and led away by lusts. We'll be very vulnerable to the enemy's plan for our life. So whereas God has an incredible, amazing, fulfilling plan. The enemy has a plan to deceive us and to distract us from God's purposes. So a key question to ask is, am I willing to resist the enemy's temptations in my life by the enabling power of God? He has given us everything we need to resist the enemy and the enemy must flee when we say no to those temptations. Are we willing to be aware of the enemy's plans, be aware of the enemy's lies and immediately resist by the power of God? And as a reminder, we need to understand what real purity is. It's not just an external 
decision to say, well, I'm not going to cross this line or I'm not going to do this, this thing physically. It is a decision of the heart. And as Jesus says in Matthew, we are to first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish that the outside may also be clean. And so when we cultivate purity in our inmost parts, in our mind, in our thought life, in our motives, in our attitudes, we cultivate purity by God's grace there. Physical purity is the natural outflow. And as I've said many times when I teach on purity, in Proverbs 31, the wife of godly character does her husband good and not evil all the days of her life. It's not just after she meets him, but she's living a life in her thoughts, in her actions, in her attitudes that honors God and honors her future husband. Real purity is choosing to honor the king of all kings and honor our future husband with our thoughts, our attitudes, our actions, our decisions, not because of a rule, but because we know we've been bought with a price and we belong to Jesus Christ. So a key question, am I willing to live in inward and outward purity as an act of love for the one who gave everything for me? And that should affect how we speak, how we think, how we dress, how we interact with the opposite sex, how we guard the things that are sacred, that God has given us, our feminine mystery that we've talked about in other podcasts. Am I willing to reflect God's pattern and honor my future spouse and how I think and speak and act and dress. And even if you're already married, purity doesn't stop just because you get married. It's a lifestyle of saying, Lord, I'm set apart for you. I desire to honor you in every area of my life out of love. One of the last things I would remind you of with regard to purity and set-apartness is understanding how to stay true to your commitment to Jesus Christ and stand your ground in your convictions when you're surrounded by social pressure. I've known a lot of young women who go into an environment to try to change that environment and influence it for Christ, but they end up being the one that gets influenced in the wrong direction. And so deciding ahead of time that you are going to stand your ground by the grace of God and to let your life be boldly set apart, to not be embarrassed or ashamed about the fact that your life is different because it means that you belong to Jesus Christ. It's so dangerous to worry about what other people think and try to sort of hide your light under a bushel, so to speak, and be mealy-mouthed and wishy-washy about your convictions because the worst decisions that you ever make are those usually that come when you give in to social pressure, when you're worried about what other people think. When you turn outward and you say, it doesn't matter what people think of me, but I want to point eyes to Jesus Christ, that will allow you to stand your ground and be true to those convictions versus being influenced by others. It says in 2 Corinthians six seventeen, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord Almighty. This is what we are called to. Set apartness is not an optional part of the Christian life. And again, there is a huge difference between being legalistic and rule-based or being set apart and pure out of love for the king of all kings. We've talked about this in other podcasts, but again, this is just fresh reminders for living in purity. And sometimes we just need to hear these truths said in a different way or said more than once because it is so easy to fall into this idea that, hey, I don't want to be set apart. I'm going to make other people feel uncomfortable if I live in purity. Remember what God has done for you. Remember his amazing love for you. Remember what he has called you to. It says in Psalm 4:3, know that the Lord has set apart for himself him or her who is godly. He has called you to be different than this world, whether you're married, whether you're single, no matter what season of life you are in. And the response of our heart to his great love should be a resounding yes. 
I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to go deeper into what it means to be set apart and live in purity, please visit us at setapartgirl.com and check out the many resources that we have for you there on living a life that is truly Christ-centered. I pray that you have a blessed week.